Hello and welcome to the One Wrestling Podcast, your one-stop shop for discussions and reviews about the vast world of professional wrestling. I'm your host TJ, aka Aspier, and with me is my co-host Caitlin. Hey everybody. Uh, each week we kick off the show discussing the news from the past week, which we find interesting. Uh, mostly to Pro, but we talk a little bit of everything. Uh, follow that up with a rundown of all the shows being taped this week or airing live. And finish up with our usual roundup of all the miscellaneous wrestling we've watched recently before getting into our main topics for the week. Uh, this week is episode 63, and our main topics will be uh, Freedoms, March 23rd, and the Chris Brooks Produce Show, number three, which took place over the weekend on April 4th. But uh, not going to be, a, probably going to be a shorter show. Uh, we didn't actually, <laughs> we didn't watch a whole lot of wrestling this past week, really. Like, well, one, I just, I don't know, I wasn't really in the mood to watch wrestling that much, really. Uh, I, yeah, I was say, I don't know if it was so much mood for me, it's just, I'm very lazy when it comes to watching wrestling. I don't have the attention span, so if I don't sit down and watch something, I'm just not going to do it. Yeah, and it's like I've mostly been focusing on anime and then working out and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I was like, going to say, yeah, working out has, I think, been both of our main things. Yeah, and I've been trying to get into meditation a little bit, uh, doing that. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I, I pretty, I enjoy it. It, um, mm-hmm. it takes me getting used to, I guess, a little bit, but it doesn't feel like it lasts as long as it did. Cause like I've been doing like ten minute ones lately, and it does not feel like ten minutes long. But definitely recommend it. Definitely feel more, a little more relaxed after I do it usually, so that's nice. And uh, other than that, yeah, starting to stretch every day, trying to get into that because I probably need it. Cause I'm, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm more flexible anyway since I've been doing yoga for the, like the past couple months, but. Yeah, definitely think stretching has helped me a lot and then just working out. But since I work out every day, pretty much, like, today mm-hmm. was day 72, I think, of me straight working, at least doing, like, some kind of activity every day. Yeah. I don't lift every day because I'd be fucking insane, but... That's too much for the body, yeah. But no, I was like, I think I'll hit, I think I'll hit 75 days straight on Wednesday, halfway to my current goal of getting to 150 days straight. So I think that'll be, like, in mid, end of June. Yeah, around then. Yeah, it should be something like that. And also, that's my other my other goal right now is by the end of June, which is to uh, lose another fifteen pounds because I've r- lost about thirteen ish, roughly. Mm. So I want to kick it up a little bit and get to that, and then from there, I'll guess I'll figure out what my goal after that's going to be. <laughs> if I want to start putting on weight and getting on muscle, or I don't know, we'll see. We'll see what my body looks like then. I guess how I feel about my everything right now. But I mean, I'm, I think I think I'm in a good place where I, I want to do, but. Uh, enough about that. Let's. Um, other than that, as I said, just been. I'm watching anime. Have you watched anything this season yet? Really? No, not yet. Um, I do need to find Shaman King. I guess. I don't know if anything came out today that interested me, but yeah, at least Shaman King's on my radar. Yeah, I went to watch Shaman King, and it's like apparently it's on Netflix in Japan, so you have to figure out how to watch. It's gonna be weird, I guess. Did no one put it up? I guess. I didn't find anything. Oh shit. So I don't know, but I didn't really look super hard. It's like when it first, when the day it came out, I decided to check it, look for it, couldn't find it really, but. Yeah, I had no idea it was gonna be on Netflix. So I was like, oh okay, well, that makes this this interesting, I guess. The only thing so far this season that I've watched is uh, Boku no Hero season five. Caught up with that because, as I mentioned in the last week's episode, I was catching up on uh, Boku no Hero Season 4, and that was really fucking good. And I love the fucking the fight with uh, Overhaul. That was, like, one of my favorite anime fights in a while, for sure. And then, of course, uh, in that, a character dies, and then immediately you go into a fucking school festival arc Yay. out of nowhere. Like, that was such a big jump. It's like, oh, the last episode of that little period with Overhaul. It's like, oh, uh, 
character dies, very emotional, all that kind of stuff. And then very next episode, it kicks off with like the super poppy fucking <laughs> entrance mute song or opening and them doing a fucking uh, school festival and like a performance and shit. But I don't know. It was really fun. Sir, you have Megalobox to watch. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. I meant to watch it yesterday, but I, honestly, I didn't feel like watching anything oh, last week. Oh, I Shaman King. Okay, cool. <laughs> but yeah, Megalobox is definitely, or Megalobox Season 2, or sequel, or whatever. I don't know what it's exactly called, but yeah, I'm very excited yeah. for that once I finally watch it, because Megalobox is definitely one of my favorite shows of that um, season, whenever it came out. I don't remember. What, 2019, it's I think? Been, it's been like two years or something Something like, like that. that. Uh, but now, finishing up last season, finished up Skate. Uh, definitely recommend checking that out if you didn't. It's a very fun show, or Skate the Infinity, or whatever it's called, I don't know, but yeah. uh, definitely a very fun show, and they wrapped it up pretty well. I think I mentioned last week, I wasn't sure if they're going to just finish the series there, or do like season two bait, or something like that. I'd <laughs> say it seems like that's it's just going to be a one and done, but I'm fine with that. I think I would rather them do that, like do like quick original one and dones, rather than just do the same shows over and over again, season after season, and shit like that, so. Just like the one show we watched, was it last season? Um... Shit, what was it called? Uh, Talentless Nana, is that what you're talking about? No. It was like the super violent one. I, I don't know why I, I'm blanking, I'm blanking on, on this, it, but... but it was so good, and I'm glad that they just fucking ended it there, because that was a show that probably didn't need to go on. Oh, then fucking Stone Ocean got announced, fucking JoJo Part yeah. 6. Uh, I'm so hyped for this, man. Jolene is here, finally. It's been 8,000 years. Um, they didn't announce a release date, so I guess we have to wait for that. But I'm I, assuming it would probably be like end of this year, maybe. Probably something like that. End of this year, early next year. But I like the color scheme they chose for Jolene, because you know with JoJo, you never know what they're actually going to choose for color schemes, because they just do whatever the fuck they want with JoJo. There's no like yeah, canon art, like canon colors and shit schemes like that. But they're going with like the green kind of color scheme for Jolene, which I, I that's probably like my favorite style of hers they were that like the purple and red kind of but uh if you don't know anything about this uh get get ready get strapped in because one the ending is i'm not going to talk about the ending because it's controversial i guess a little bit but it's definitely a really fun uh part of jojo because it uh obviously it takes it's a female protagonist for the first time in the series it takes place in a jail for the most part and the villain is a uh priest who is a dio simp so get, get fun have fun, get excited for that i won't spoil too much about it but i definitely enjoy that i'm really excited for that but other than that uh could talk about gaming a little bit but really not all lives genshin still waiting for stuff to come out that's interesting and i caught back final into fantasy hey if you want to talk about I forgot, yeah you, you didn't you just <laughs> just got that yeah talk i was about gonna final say yeah, i think it was last week i got it yeah it was um yeah, so if you didn't know, PlayStation Plus um, had Final Fantasy VII's remake for free uh, for March. But I think tomorrow it's going away. I, I think. think so, yeah. So, yeah. By the time some people listen to this, it's probably going to be gone. So, sorry it's a little late. But, <laughs> um, but no, the, the game's actually pretty fun. I like it so far. Um, I'd say I'm not that far into it. I say that, and it's, I'm like six or seven hours in. And I feel like I really haven't done it that much. <laughs> but I'm thinking this game is pretty long anyway. I mean, it's Final Fantasy, so yeah. And then that means I'm going to do all the side quests. That means it's going to take even longer. Um, but no, it's pretty fun. You know, the combat is a lot different from the original. Obviously, completely overhauled. Um, not turn-based. Basically, action RPG, but whatever. Um, it's a lot of fun. I think it flows really well, so 
and it's good to see the characters and you know they're fully rendered glory just kind of sucks that like if you get this you can't get like the um ps5 upgrade yeah and like the dlc yeah you can't get that which sucks with uv and stuff and i'm like that's a little weird like i know the game was probably meant more for the ps5 anyway but it's like you just kind of shun the original people out okay but anyways it's a fun game so far so yeah then all i've other been the only thing i've other been doing is bravely default 2 finally hop back into that my goal is to beat it by the end of this month. We'll see if that sure. happens. But I want to try and beat it before SMT Nocturne comes out on Switch, which is hey. next month. So, because I'm definitely going to buy that. So, I want to try and beat Bravely Default before I get that. So, I'm not, oh, I'm basically almost Trying done this game. But <laughs> or that I drop it. And then I'm like, oh, here's a new game. Because that's... Because you're going you're gonna to play SMT. You're, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to... Yeah. You've been for waiting that. for that forever. But enough stalling, I guess. I guess we have to talk about wrestling. This is a wrestling podcast, so... <sighs> Not a whole lot to talk about this week, really, to be honest. I'm already getting burned out because I'm just thinking about this week. Oh, this coming week's going to be insane. And I'm WrestleMania weekend, all the indie shows. Not even just all the indie shows. There's a shit ton in Japan, too, this week. Yeah, that's the thing. But uh, let's go through the news a little bit real quick. Uh, Western news, really, the only thing is the Andrade interviews that happened, like, the night we recorded. So that was, like, a week. Oh, damn, was that? Oh, wow. Yeah, that was, like, a week. That was a week. Mm -hmm. So we won't go too into it because it's it's, it's old news by now. So, But I definitely, if you don't know anything about that, definitely check it out. And because he he dropped a lot of of news, that's for sure. Like, obviously, not all of it's true because he is a worker. He's fucking a luchador. They work in interviews all the time. But definitely, he's not lying the entire thing. There's definitely stuff in there that is legit. So, either way, it's in, uh, uh, interesting to read. I'll just say that. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, uh, Joshi News, a uh, couple title changes we could talk about. Uh, Stardom, after losing uh, her title match against Utami on the show this past weekend, B Priestley announced that she's leaving Stardom and also Japan, too. Came out of nowhere, really. Woo! And uh, Dave is saying that uh, it is an AEW and kind of hinted at WWE. We'll see if that's true. I don't know, because AEW people work Dave all the time, so maybe they're just saying she's not going there and she's going to. Mm. That's where I would guess she would go if she was going to go overseas, because since she's already worked there before, they were working in a relationship. And she's even said like on Instagram and shit that she's still in talks with AEW, and the main thing, reason why she hasn't gone back visa anytime shit. is visa shit. So yeah. I could also see her just going to WWE as a way for uh, WWE to try and, like, get her to help basically get her to get will to sign there so we'll see either way but uh i'm definitely happy that uh bees out of stardom that's for sure makes the company a lot better to me makes a way makes a way to tie more tolerable i was gonna say a way to tie is actually likable again so fully likable i like them all anyway but it's like yeah (laughs) i still don't think a way to tie is that good of a faction but i'm not gonna talk too much into that but uh Speaking of factions and stardom, though, uh, DDM lost the tag titles to DDM. Like, I bet DDM will challenge again because DDM aren't allowed to defend titles in stardom against anyone other than DDM. Uh, feels like there pretty much is a requirement right now that there has to be at least one interfaction f- DDM feud going on at all times in stardom. That's so annoying. But uh, joking aside, uh, Julian Siri winning the tag titles is a really weird choice. Uh, kind of defeats the whole purpose of Julia losing her title, shaving her head, and supposedly gonna be climbing up from zero to get back to the top and then like a month later she wins the tag titles i, I don't know what the, like i know what they're doing with julia they're trying to push her like as like, as strongly as humanly possible i guess but it's just really weird uh we were gonna watch that show but uh just 
didn't get around to it. So we'll see. I'll, I'll probably check it out sometime this week if I have time. But yeah, we meant to talk about it on the show, but honestly, just I didn't feel like watching it today. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Actress Girls news. Uh, Saki defeated Miyuki Takase for the Actress Girls title on uh, April 4th. Uh, another one of the title challenges that happened on April 4th. Seemed like almost every company had at least one title change on April 4th. It was Ooh, fucking crazy. Weird. Yeah. Uh, title that didn't change hands, though, was the uh, Actress Girls uh, tag titles. Earlier, uh, Spice Sap won the tag title tournament to become the inaugural champs and made a successful defense on April 4th. So there's one title that stayed where it was. <laughs> uh, Big Japan news. Uh, Drew Parker and Violento Jack are your first Iki Towson uh, Deathmatch Survivor semifinalists, winning the A and B blocks, respectively. Violent Jack, I pretty much knew was going to win his block since it's basically his debut in Big Japan, and he's a foreign or he's an outsider, so they kind of wanted to push him strong. Drew is a surprising choice for me to win. Uh, I forgot what block exactly it was, but winning his block anyway. I mean, I'm happy about it because I like Drew. He's fucking awesome, but definitely didn't expect them to push him. But he is signed, I guess. So might as well. I was well. gonna say he's signed, so it's like might as well. But definitely excited for their match because that's gonna be fucking insane. Let's uh, see, Cyberfight news. Uh, Soma Takao has been announced as Yuki Ueno's next title challenger for the Universal title, taking place in May. TJ's favorite choice. Uh, good luck, Ueno. You're going to need it. Um, that's all I'm going to say about it. And uh, lastly, uh, definitely big news, uh, New Japan. Oh, fuck. Uh, oh, fuck. Let's see. Let's, God, I'm so, uh, God, I don't want to do this. I don't. Let's see. Uh, new Japan <laughs> announced a new title, uh, the New Japan Strong Open Weight title. The winner of this year's New Japan Cup USA will become the inaugural champ. The belt looks better than the IWGP belt. I'll say that at least, but I don't have a fucking take on it. Like it's unnecessary. Yeah, that's pretty much my other take. Is like I don't get the. There's no point in this. Literally, really, just I once don't know. everything's normal, they ain't gonna do anything with it. Who cares? I don't know. Maybe they're gonna make it like the never title for America? the U.S. brand. I guess so. It's basically the U.S. is gonna be the main belt in America, and then <sighs> strong title is gonna be the never belt. I don't know. It's fine. I don't really. It does make the Who Wins the New Japan Cup USA a little more interesting, but I don't know. I don't, it's whatever. Uh, see, Mox called out Yuji Nagata as his next challenger Weird. randomly. <laughs> like, they flying in Nagata for, I mean, I, maybe he's at the dojo or something, but it's still weird. Yeah, I'm assuming Nagata's going to fly into America to ch- challenge the belt, probably on Strong or something. Why can't this motherfucker go out and fucking, you know, why we got to carry it towards him? Can we just strip him of the title? I'm tired. I'm just curious if Nagata's going to do any other, like, one-shots in America while he's there. If he's just going to uh, stick strong, like, is he going to show up on Dynamite? Is he going to show up on Impact? I don't see him on Dynamite or going to show up on ROH? I don't see him. It does. Maybe ROH because he was there before. I'd like, like, honestly, if, like, of all the choices, I, I want to see him in ROH because he was supposed to be in the Pure Rules tournament last year. That's true. So I would I'd like to see him show up. That'd be fun. Yeah, I'd let him go there and challenge Gresham for the Pure title or something. That'd be pretty fun. Yes. Nice little TV thing. I don't know when ROH is, like, taping next, so may- I don't know. Maybe it's not within, like, their taping schedule. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know but. how they tape, or if they even tape, like, maybe after the um the anniversary special. Yeah, I'm not sure. They might have done it, like, the next night or something. But, yeah, like you said, I don't know how their tapings work. But let's talk about uh, Soccer Genesis real quick. Oh, God. We didn't watch <laughs> it. Yeah, we didn't watch though. it, so I don't have any takes on the matches, and I'm not going to watch it. Because so. the only match I wanted to watch was a Pongi 3K's match, and it doesn't sound like it was very good, so... Or at least it wasn't, so like, anything weird. crazy. It's one of those things, yeah. I've seen different things. I'm just like, okay. Well, it's All like right. their Punky 3K Suzuki Gun matches are usually good, baseline at least, but they're never really that great. They like they don't have, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like, like they don't have good chemistry or something? Is that what you're trying I, to... Kind of. It's like, I don't, I, 
I never go into these expecting great matches. It's just, it's just always solid stuff. I don't know. But anyway, uh, speaking of them, uh, Rapongi 3K defeated Suzuki Gun to regain the junior tag titles for the fifth time, I want to say. Jesus. After uh, Yo returned from injury, and after the match, Yo challenged Jetsby for the junior title, which is going to take place at Dontaku Night 2, I want to say. But, yeah, we, I, I'm not... Yo looks cool. Yeah, I really like his gear. Apparently, they have new entrance music. I don't like it's it. It's not very good, really. It's definitely... It's a mix of both of them, but it's definitely more of a Yo song. That's what it feels like to me, too. With all the piano and shit. It feels very artsy. Yeah, I was going to say, it's very artsy. Um, The new logo... Yeah, new logo is interesting. It's also, it, it's a little bland to me. I don't really like it. Uh, Yo's new finisher is basically just a Death Rider or Paradigm Shift yeah. or whatever you want to call it. Which, if they're going to do the heel split between these two, let's do a Yo, Mox, <gasps> Shooter, and Eddie Kingston faction in fucking New Japan. Let's do it. Maybe you'll get I'm me back in. I'm actually Maybe you'll get me back into it. But Just give me Shota. That's, that's really what I'm waiting for at this point. Let's see. Uh, Toa Henare is now Aaron Henare, his, apparently, which is his actual name. When I first saw that, I was like, this motherfucker named Aaron now. <laughs> I can't believe his real name is Aaron. Like, it's like Aaron Henry or something. It's so white. Oh, my God. That's such a white name. What the fuck? Like, I feel kind of bad about making fun of it when I first saw it now that I know it's his actual name. But I don't care. But still, like, this, it's like, you're going to turn heel and then... I'm not going to be afraid of someone named Aaron. I'm sorry. That's, that's what it is. I'm like, Aaron is not, like, sorry to anyone if anyone watches with the name Aaron. But um, that's, like, the least threatening name I think I've ever seen. Like, Aaron Hanare. Yeah, like, you know, what? But, yeah, like I said, he's the, the new member of Empire. He beat Sonata to win their match. He looks like a fucking New Zealander Terminator cosplayer. Weird. Like I don't like it. I do appreciate the simplicity of his, like, heel shtick. It's just him wearing sunglasses and glo- gloves. Like, that's kind of just keep it simple. I kind of like it, actually. Gloves always a fucking heel thing. But, like, that fucking jacket makes him look like a fucking Terminator cosplayer. Yeah. Just with, like, a, has, like, the green with the Empire to make it kind of tie in a little bit. But that's really it. But, uh, speaking of Empire, uh, Will Ospreay defeated Kota Ibushi for the IWGP World Heavyweight title. Af- like we knew. Uh, afterwards, Okada and Shingo both came out to challenge. Uh, Okada's gonna be challenging at uh, the Dome Show, but he's gonna face the winner of Shingo and Osprey from uh, Wrestling Otaku Night Two. Uh, yeah, as we mentioned this last week, as soon as he won the New Japan Cup, I knew he was gonna win the title. That title uh, looked like it belonged to him. The belt's ugly, just like their fucking champion is ugly. Yeah, that's just some Fuck fucking you. like Super Sentai fucking belt. Like, you. looks like fucking Power Ranger shit, man. Like, this I, is literally so. I know people are going to be angry because obviously he's not dropping it to Shingo. Sorry, I have to ruin your day. But yeah, he's he's going to be Shingo for like the third fucking time. Yeah, I don't know why they're fucking going back to Shingo. Like I don't understand. I mean, they do it with the, like the New Japan Cup winner or loser or finalist oh, yeah, or whatever, yeah. challenging for the belt later in the year. They usually do that. But this would be like the third time in a row he's beaten fucking oh, off Shingo. Oh my fucking God, dude. Dude's going to be almost three against him. Like, Shingo will never... Well, I never thought Shingo was going to be, like, the top guy anyway, just because. But it's just, like, now he's really not making him look like a fucking dork losing to this fucking dweeb all the time. And now it's just, like, if Okada wins, people are going to be positive about it. Because he... Well, well, let me say most people will be positive <laughs> about it. I don't it. another fucking boring Okada reign. Like, his last know, reign fucking I'm, sucked. I'm just like, saying... I know it's better than Osprey, but I'm just that's, saying... Yeah, that's, that's all it is, is that people are going to be happy that... 
Osprey's not champion. It's not going to be the fact that people are happy Okada's champion because, like you said, I'm not going to be happy either unless he actually has a better reign than, you know, whatever he's been fucking doing. But now it's just kind of like that's that's so fucking ghetto. Like, not ghetto, but... Yeah, I know. <laughs> the ghetto, yeah. Ghetto, yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah. Um, I mean, it is ghetto. And so. also made Abushi look like a chump. <laughs> he looks. He. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck they fucked him over so fucking hard. Like, they fucked him so hard with all of this stuff. It's like, he wins the belts and then. Oh my god. You know, they do this whole thing where they bring the titles together that most people just fucking hate and then it's. They really ruined him. Well, they just, like, fumbled the bag, like, have given him a fucking V-Zero reign. That just makes him look like a fucking yeah. geek. It makes yeah. your belt look bad because your first champion was V-Zero. Like, I know it's supposed to have, the, like, the lineage of both belts. It doesn't matter. People just see the new belt, and it's like, oh, yeah, you know, he's the first new this, and then V-Zero? Okay. At least with this b- new belt bullshit, means uh, Goto and uh, Sombra and MVP are all IWGP champions now. Period. <laughs> but, uh, no, it's like... If they wanted to do this, they should have either had that Despy challenge be for like BVV one of Ibushi's reign. So basically, his first defense of the, mm. the unified title would be against Despy. So at least he had one defense. Yeah, I kind of wish that they did that. That's why I was so confused why they didn't unify by then. And I was like, whatever, dude, doesn't matter. Or they should have just made this Osprey Ibushi match for the new title. So it would yeah, be whoever, whoever wins it is it's the inaugural champion. The first, yeah. Which, and so Ibushi wouldn't have that. Yeah. Dirty mark on his. I mean, name. it would still be Osprey being first champ, which would be bad. But yeah, it still, still sucks. It's either way, he's gonna he's gonna have the belt regardless. So it doesn't really matter if he's the first or the second. It just makes Abushi look like a chump, honestly. And they, I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully, Abushi goes back to DZ. You know, I know it's not happening, but it's like Abushi. He's fine. It's like one it of those guys him, that doesn't really give a fuck. I mean, I would love to see him back in DDT. I'm pretty sure Takagi would not say no to that at all. And it's like, dude don't care. <laughs> he just wants to do stupid shit. He doesn't really give a fuck, I'm sure. But it's like, it's just dumb. This is really fucking dumb. And this Don Taku tour looks like ass. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, like they pretty much, I think they saw people complaining about all like the multi-mans and Corkins and then the, like, the yeah, past well. couple tours. And they're like, all right, well, here you go, assholes. Here's a bunch of random singles matches that don't really matter. We're getting a fucking ladder match between Taichi and fucking uh, Tamatonga for the, for the fingers. At least we're getting Yoshihashi and Kenta. I'm excited for that. Because uh, the love story between Kenta and that stick is like the best told story in New Japan right now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's all a mess. I'm not going to go through all the matches. You can look it up if you want to. I'm not watching any of it. So no. Maybe I'll get back into New Japan eventually. But right now I just have no interest at all. And I'm kind of surprised with how many people I saw like unsubscribing from New Japan World during this. It was funny as fuck. Like, I don't think it's going to matter at the end of the day because I don't think they really give a fuck if a bunch of Westerners unsub. They All they care about right now is get filling up the buildings, which they're still doing, apparently. So, good for them. I'm just not interested in it at all. And we spent more about talking about New Japan than I really wanted to. So, let's get into what's airing this week. Uh, let's see. Uh, Chris Brooks Produce Show aired live on Rust Universe April 4th. Stardom aired live on Samurai April 4th. And on pay-per-view, it'll be on World eventually if you don't want to pay for either of those things. New Japan Soccer Genesis aired live on New Japan World April 4th, and Road to Wrestling Don Taku kicks off on April 10th. Just About March 19th aired on Nico April 5th. Ice Ribbon uh, March 27th airs on Samurai April 6th. The DT and TJPW uh, April 3rd shows both make tape on Wrestling Universe April 6th. Boys, Yaro Z, and the uh, 
April 4th, Tokyo Joshi show all hit Russell Universe April 7th. Man, that was a lot of wild pictures I was seeing that coming out of Boys and Heroes. <laughs> Man, that's I, for sure. I can't wait to watch that. We're definitely going to have to yeah, make time we, to, we, we have to fit that watch in. That cause, uh, <laughs> yeah. A lot of nudity as expected. This uh, show is for me. <laughs> Endo apparently has a uh, gravure idol as a neighbor, so he invited her over or something like that. I don't know. It was a mess. Okada trying to sneak into boys. <laughs> Wasn't Owashi trying to, too? Something like that. I know I saw him there, but, I, yeah, I couldn't remember, like, exactly what had happened. I think he tried to sneak into both, actually. I think, yeah, I think it was both, because they had to carry him out of both. Let's see. Uh, Gombray airs live in Rust Universe April 7th. YMZ April 3rd airs on Nico April 8th. Uh, Dragon Gate airs live on Dragon Gate Network April 9th. Cork uh, and Hall Show. Only two matches announced so far. Uh... Mascara contra Mascara, Diamante versus Pokemon Dragon, and Rokudoi's comeback match, which is a six-man tag. Rokudoi, Yamato, and Dragon Kid versus SP Kento, Hip Hop, Kikuda, and Kai. Uh, Big Japan, March 31st, airs on Samurai, April 10th, which had the finals of the A and B blocks of the Ikitosen Deathmatch Survivor Tournament. Violence of Jack versus Masaya Takahashi and Drew Parker versus Takumi Tsukamoto. DT airs live on Wrestle Universe, April 11th. I'll go through the card real quick here. I think we did last week, but I'll go ahead and do it again anyway. Uh, see, under match is Hideki Okatani versus Toy Kojima. Uh, Yuya Koroku debut match. Uh, Yusuke Okada versus Yuya Koroku. Eight-man tag match. Chris Brooks, Saki Akai, Yuki Ino, and Yuki Onaya. Makoto Oishi, Akido, Kazuki Harada, and Keigo Nakamura. Gorgeous Matsuno pre-60th birthday special match. Uh, Gorgeous Matsuno, Toru Oashi, Antonio Honda. Versus Tetsuya Endo, Mad Polly, and Nobuhiro Shimatani. Uh, Damnation versus the Sana Kamina, which apparently is how you supposed to say it, something like that. It's not 37, it's like Sana Kamina. I don't know. Uh, Daisuke Sasaki, Somatsukao, and Yuji Hino versus Yuki Ueno, Shunma Katsumata, and Mao. KOD, six, or KOD Tag Championship match, uh, Eruption, Kazutada Gucci, and Yukio Sakaguchi defending against Harashima and Yuji Okabayashi. And main events for the KOD Openweight title, Junakiyama versus Don Chokodino. Pretty fun uh, DT Corkin. Really pretty quick turnaround because this is like the second week in a row, basically, they're doing a Corkin. Mm. I'm not complaining or anything. And at least for the people that don't want to see the Dina match, they're at least getting it out of the way pretty quickly. Yeah. Because I know a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, da, 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 you know, DT doing DT things. I'm like, okay. But I definitely think that uh, KOD tag title match is definitely going to be something you're going to have to go anyway to see. Yeah, I if... think that's going to be fucking great. Especially with just the little singles match we got with Harashima and Sakaguchi. I'm just like. And I'm salivating between Higuchi and Okabayashi, so. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Uh, Tokyo Joshi also airs live in Rust Universe April 11th. Uh, let's go through the card real quick. Uh, tag match. Uh, Mariko oh. Kobashi and Sana Shiori versus Moko Miyamoto and Risu Endo. Uh, Six-man tag. Uh, Miyu Watanabe, Raku, and Pam Harajuku versus Yuna Manase and Mahiro Kuryu. Harunadeko. Uh, singles match. Uh, Miyu Yamashita versus Hikari Noah. Should be fucking sick. Uh, three-way tag match, or the three-way match, I should say. Uh, Yuka Sakazaki. Well, oh, 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 the three-way tag match. I was right. Okay. Uh, Yuka Sakazaki and Mizuki versus Choko Nakajima and Hyper Masao. I would have taken it. Is and uh, Mariah Mayumi versus Suzume. The International Princess Championship match. Uh, Yuki Kamafuku defending against now Kakuda. Uh, Princess Tag Championship match. Bakuretsu Sisters. Nodoka Tenma and Yuki Aino versus uh, Niobishiki Gun, Sakisama, and Mei St. Michelle. And uh, Princess of Princess Championship match. Rika Tatsumi versus Maki Ito. 
Uh, pretty high card. How Very excited. Top to bottom looks really mm. good. And these title matches look pretty good. Yeah. I, I, I'm not sure if I've ever actually seen now Kakuta actually wrestle really that much. Maybe like some tag matches on some of the shows we watch, but... She's never in like anything like big, but... And I, I don't think I watched cool. any of her uh, Actress Girls matches, really. Let's see. Going to see. And then uh, Ultra Pan's Champions Carnival kicks off live on Ultra Pan TV, April 9th and 10th. The show on the 11th will be up later on VOD, probably like the next day. Let's see. And I can uh, go through the Championship Carnival matches, or Champion, Champion Carnival matches that are going to be taking place on those <laughs> days. On April 9th, we got uh, Suama versus Kohei Sato, Zeus versus Kento Miyahara, Yuma Aoyagi versus Shinjiro Otani, Shuji Chikawa versus Koji Doi, and Jake Lee versus Shotaro Oshino. Starnoff, babe. Yeah, I'll say it's a pretty stacked uh, first night of uh, Champions Carnival. I keep saying Championship Carnival. I don't know what I'm saying. Obsessed anyway. <laughs> with the championship. Let's see, uh, April 10th, uh, Suwama versus Jake Lee, Zeus versus Shuji Ishikawa, Kenta Miyahara versus Shuji, Shinjiro Otani, Yuma Aoyagi versus Shotaro Oshino, and Kohei Sato versus Koji Doi. That's also a That's very a good stack. night. <laughs> uh, next night kind of slows down a little bit, which is uh, April 11th, uh, well. Suwama versus Zeus, Kenta Miyahara versus Shotaro Oshino, Jake Lee versus Koji Doi, and Shuji Ishikawa versus uh, Yuma Aoyagi. I don't think that's that bad. Well, it's, it's not bad or anything. It's just definitely has like big standout matches, obviously, are Kenta versus Oshino and Jake versus Doi, but I don't think Doi and Jake's probably gonna be that good. It's probably gonna be more one of those interfaction matches where the guys telling the other guys to stand down. Oh, uh, I didn't even think about that shit. Oh my god. But, I don't yeah, know, but I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe we'll they're see. one of those factions where they're fine fighting each other and they're just gonna have a normal god, match. Please. Swan and Zeus will probably be good, but I'm not that excited about it. To be honest, then, I, I like their title match, but I didn't like it as much as other people did. I remember mm-hmm. that, but yeah, it should be fine. And Shuji and Yuma will be fine. Oh, that'll be fine. But. That's all it's airing, uh, other than WrestleMania weekend stuff, so... Yeah, you can look all that shit up, because, uh, oh, God. Yeah, we can... Not we can talk, talk about a little bit. Talk a little bit, anything that stands uh, out for us. Like, off, like uh, it starts off a Tuesday, some random much. show I don't fucking care about. Wednesday, uh, TakeOver starts, uh, night one. That's a stand and deliver, whatever. Io Shirai versus Raquel Gonzalez for the NXT title, <sighs> or women's title. Raquel's gonna win. I don't know. I don't know. She's been too dominant, it seems like, from NXT. From what I see, I don't watch, so. Yeah, I don't watch NXT, so I don't have a huge take. Like, I would prefer grab. she, I would prefer Io wins, because I don't like MAGA bitch over here, but. There's literally no one to beat Io anymore, man. Well, now they're going to get Saray. Saray, is that how you say it? Saray. Sorry, I don't fucking know how you say it now. I'm pretty sure that's how you say it. Sorry. That'd be fucking hilarious if they just put an, put it on another Japanese woman because that's all Triple H does is put the fucking well, belt on Japanese women. Then you have that, but then you also have um, Ty Valkyrie. Name? Yeah, Ty is going to be showing up in two weeks, so. Uh, can... uh, well, she has the least experience with the TV and shit, so I but I don't think it's going to happen right now. I'm fine with her being in the division, but it's just, oh, well, I, think like, she I, I, be I really don't want her being in the fucking title picture at all. Yeah. But anyway, uh, let's see. Tag title match, uh, MSK, Wesley, and Nash Carter. I still can't get those names, man. Wesley is the worst fucking goddamn name. How lazy. Just <laughs> If his name was just Wesley, that's fine. And then a different last name. But Wesley, I can't. But, uh, yeah, they're facing Grizzled Young Vets and uh, Legato, Legato Del Fantasma. Should be a pretty good match. That should be pretty good. Uh, Six-man gauntlet eliminator match to determine Ugh. the number one contender for the NXT North American Championship, which takes place the next night. Uh, Leon Ruff versus Isaiah uh, Scott, uh, Bronson Reed versus Cameron Grimes versus Dexter Loomis versus L.A. Knight. 
They are got him losing and shit, so. Yeah, it's going to be Dexter Loomis probably since now he's been like, feuding with Johnny story. forever. Why do they do this? Just make the fucking match. Because they needed a match for this show. True, you kind of just it. made another women's match up, but y'all don't use them. Well, so. obviously. Thankfully, surprisingly, they actually have a women's match on night two. Oh, God, we got it. God, this. Oh, God. But anyway, uh, yeah. Let's see, Walter versus Tommaso Ciampa for the NXT UK title. Uh, not excited for that at all. Disgusting. Hopefully, Horrible. I think this will be the first time I've seen a Walter match since I've watched him face Ilya. I didn't even watch that. <laughs> and then uh, Pete Dunne versus Kushida. That should be pretty great, honestly. That should be pretty good, yeah. So I can't wait for that one, at least. So there's something on the... Well, I'll, I'm definitely excited for that. I'm excited for the uh, tag title match. That's pretty and much that's it. that's it. Um, yeah. Let's see, uh, that's really it for uh, Wednesday night, other than Dynamite. Well, I guess we can Dynamite, pull that up, too, because yeah. that's Wednesday. Mm. Yeah, honestly, this Dynamite's not that loaded. I expected It's they, not that I kind of figured they would load it up since they're, faith, they're going up against TakeOver, and I definitely think TakeOver's going to... That's gonna, what I thought, too, but... At least, nope. like, I think oh, normal times, a TakeOver would definitely beat a Dynamite head-to-head, especially... That's how they didn't load this at all, in my opinion. But the problem with this is since uh, they're showing it on Peacock too, that's going to split up the audience. So they're probably not going to do very good ratings for uh, no. this first takeover. But uh, we'll see. At least they got one title match on the show, and it's a good one. So I'm excited for that, which is uh, Darby Allen defending the TNT title against uh, JD Drake. Definitely excited for that. The Evolve Showcase. Pretty much. Like, it's just not <laughs> Evolve match. JD is awesome. I hope they. I hope they sign him, but Hopefully, they would yeah. need to get him to do something because he's. If they did, he'd probably be one of their top wrestlers, to be honest. But I mean, at least they're using him. Like apparently he's on, on Dark a lot, and he's in a faction with yeah. like fucking Peter oh Avalon and fucking uh, the Hollywood Hunk and. <laughs> Another fucking faction that just is in the back of my mind. Uh, but uh, more on Dynamite, uh, the Bunny oh, versus yeah. Ty Conti. Uh, the return of the Inner Circle, which I don't know why they're calling it a return because they we returned this saw. week, but I get it, I guess. Uh, Jurassic. Really scare me in that. <laughs> Wait, this graphic's fucking what? weird. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> uh, say, uh, Jurassic Express versus Bear Country should be a really good tag, I think, depending on how much time they got. And then probably the main event is John Moxley and the Young Bucks versus Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers. I'm very, like I said, start. I figured they would load this up, give Kenny a title defense on this show. Kenny been in three billion fucking tag matches like these past like three weeks. But. Yeah, we'll see how it is. Uh, they've had uh, some pretty good uh, trios matches in these shows lately, but that's because they had Lucha Bros and Laredo Kid. I'm not super excited for this one, but we'll see. See more Mania shit uh, Thursday. Uh, really not a whole lot on Thursday that looks that interesting to me, other than the Acid Cup. That's going to be fucking great. I can't wait for yeah, that. The Acid Cup looks really good. Uh, that's going to be on Thursday at uh, 4 p.m. on Fight. Has like it's a, obviously the tournament, so the first round matches are all taking place then. Uh, Dragon Bane versus KTB, Laredo Kid versus Braden Lee, Tony Deppin versus Cole Radrick, Colby Carino versus Calvin Tankman, which is a really strange matchup. That is a very strange matchup. Uh, Arez versus Arami, which can't wait for that. Those great. two are always fucking yeah. great together. AJ Gray versus Nate Webb, Lee Moriarty versus Treehouse Lee. Is, oh, I'm so excited for that. And uh, Jordan Oliver versus Edith Thoreal, so. Definitely excited for the Ask Cup. It's really like the main indie show this yeah, weekend that yeah. I'm even interested in. Which is really sad. Yeah, usually, many weekends usually stacked, but a lot of it's because they have fly-ins. They can get more talent in, mm. get people from like Japan and stuff like that. Definitely hurting this, uh, def- this year. Definitely hurting this year. Let's see. Uh, ICW, you know, Hold Bar actually has some stuff that's kind of interesting to me, but 
One thing that sucks for them, though, is uh, that Akira got he tested positive for COVID. Yeah. So any match that had Akira in it, uh, you're going to miss out on him, unfortunately. Which sucks. Really because, sucks for him because he's been breaking out a lot yeah. this year, like as much as you can break out during COVID times. Mm-hmm. He's a pretty good deathmatch guy, so I'm like, I'm really sucks. I know he was going to have a match at, uh, not Schlack, fucking uh, Alex Cologne's show. Planet Death. Yeah, Planet yeah. Death. So that's sad to see. For some reason, uh, Bloodsport's on a Thursday this Which is year. really weird. Taking place Thursday at 8, running directly against TakeOver. Harsh. That, oh, this is long. A lot of matches on this show. Oh, this is more than usual. And uh, not a whole lot of matches that interest me that much. Or, like, or it's, pe- it's, not saying that they don't interest me. It's that you look at this these people. I don't and know they, who the fuck they are. Well, that, and also, a lot of them don't look like guys who are people that would normally do de- fucking Bloodsport. Yeah. Like, okay, let's go through the card. Obviously, the main event's going to be Josh Barnett versus John Moxley, which was supposed to happen last year, finally happened this year. I'm cautiously optimistic about it. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, Mox is the guy that Barnett will have to give a lot to, so yeah, we'll see. Uh, KZT versus Janai Kai. I have no idea who that I is. I totally read that as KTB because I was looking at the bottom. Uh, Schlack versus Super Beast. Hopefully Super Beast fucking destroys I hope him. Super Beast beats the fuck out of him because Super Beast is awesome. I His love fucking him look in is so good, ones. man. It's like, so if you good. If you he haven't is. seen this guy, you need to look him he up. He is an actual Super Beast. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Uh, let's see. Leo Rush versus Yoya. Should be good. I've heard good things about Yoya. He's mm. kind of new to the scene, I think. Cool. Allison K versus Masha Slamovich. That last name is sick. Let me just say that. Yeah, she uh, did a couple tours in Japan. I forget what company oh, it was. Okay. I think it was Marvelous, but I don't uh, quote me. But, yeah, I'm be interested to see who, how that is. Uh, Allison's going to win. Like, yeah, definitely. God, but. She always wins this shit. Uh, Rocky Romero <laughs> versus Chavo Guerrero <laughs> Jr. <laughs> this is a definitely I a strange matchup. I Chavo in years, and it's just like, what? Uh, Alex Coughlin versus Royce Isaacs, a uh, rematch of a previous mm-hmm. Bloodsport match. So that last one was good, so this one will be good, I'll good say too. I'll, I actually like Coughlin in Bloodsport, to be honest. So uh, Matt Mikowski versus Hedy Karoi. Mikowski's a pretty good Mikowski's good yeah, for these kind of matches, it. so I don't know yeah. who the other guy is, but I think it'll be a pretty good match. Yeah. Bad Dude Tito versus I Victor Benjamin. Don't ask. I don't yeah, know. Uh, Simon uh, and Grimm versus Alexander James. The mainstay of Bloodsport, Simon fucking Grimm. I'm really surprised about this Alexander James guy. Because um, I only know him through uh, Beyond, a couple shows he did, because he's the one with the fucking uh, Ice Queen girl, like oh, the married couple. Oh, is that couple. his name? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't know what his name was. I knew who she was, Jamie. Uh, but, yeah. but he's not bad or anything. It's just, I didn't. He's one of the people I didn't expect to be doing this kind of thing. Right. <laughs> uh, Chris Dickinson versus Shane Mercer. That would be a good... I don't know if it's going to work blood sport, but it's a good it's a good sounding like actual pro wrestling match. Yeah, like if this, if this was on another show, I'd be a lot more excited for it. I, I love Shane Mercer. But I love, I love both dude. of them really, yeah. but it's just like I don't I don't know how they're going to work in a blood sport match. Yeah. That's my thing. I'm like here it sounds odd, but yeah, any other car I'd be super hyped for that. And then uh Davey Boy Smith Jr. versus KTB. Oh, that's going to be something. I'm waiting for fucking Davey Boy to go to WWE since that's been the rumor for like forever. It'd be really interesting if this was like one of his last matches as fucking fixing KTP. Probably. Wouldn't really shock me. Okay, and then the last one Thursday, uh, also night two of NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver. (laughs) Finn Balor defending against Karrion Kross for NXT Championship. Hopefully it's short because Karrion Kross' best shit is if you keep it sub- whatever amount of time sub five well because <laughs> i don't want to watch it at least sub 15 i think he's I know. decent in these kind of things well let's which, hope he doesn't get hurt so at least in that regard i think usually obviously nxt matches usually go super fucking long for no reason at least especially the main events and stuff but thankfully for them they actually have a semi-main event which will or semi-main which will probably be the one that goes semi-main long i mean should be the main event 
I don't care. But it's uh, Adam Sorry. Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly, unsanctioned match. The only damn match with some bills. Yeah, I'm definitely excited for this. I don't know if it's going to be any good, really. But I don't care. As long as they beat the fuck out of each other, that's honestly all I'm here for. But yeah, like you said, that's like obviously not watching the show, but just from, from what, what I've what seen, especially on like, Twitter and stuff. It's them. Seems like a good build, and uh, Kyle's fucking great, so. I was going to say, Kyle fucking rules, so. And Adam's not terrible, so. I think Adam's gotten better over time. Still not like my favorite, but he's definitely gotten better over time. Got Johnny Gargano versus the winner of the gauntlet from night one, which is going to be Dexter be un- Loomis, yeah, probably. So. It's going to be unnecessarily long. Let's just hope Loomis does some weird shit to make it entertaining. Cause. Uh, Jordan Devlin versus Santos Escobar to unify the NXT Cruiserweight titles, finally. Escobar. Hopefully, fucking Blockhead fucking loses, but we'll see. If, blo- if fucking Roblox head fucking wins, um. Apparently, it's a ladder match, too, so we'll see how that goes, well, I guess. Well, Escobar can launch him off of the fucking ladder onto the fucking floor, for all I care, so. And then uh, NXT Women's Tag Title Match, uh, Ember Moon and Shotzi Blockhart defending against Kenneth LeRae and Indy Hartwell. That's going to be fucking awful, honestly. I'm sorry, but no. Hopefully I go in with low enough expectations that they surprise me, but I don't know. It's like, for the most part, I enjoy Ember and Candice. It's just NXT has done, like, whatever with them. Shotzi's okay. Indy's still a bit green to me. She's entertaining, but yeah, she's still a bit green in the ring. Shotzi just never has done anything for me, really. Let's see. Could talk about for the culture, but it's like a fucking midnight on Thursday for some reason. And honestly, not a whole lot of it really excites me that much. Like Lee Moriarty versus Leo. Leo Rush. That's be fucking great. If Two Cold Scorpio wasn't facing Rich, I'd be excited. AJ Gray versus JTG. That should be, that should be really fun. Uh, four-way match, probably pretty good too. Uh, Myron Reed versus Ken Broadway versus Calvin Tankman versus mm-hmm. Andy Brown. Trailer Marv versus Eli Knight. Be, that could be cool. But yeah, it's... Really sucks for the time they're in. Like last year, they would have been like Friday at eight, I believe. That would have been a much better time slot for them. But unfortunately, I don't think a lot of people are gonna watch this, which really sucks. I'm not gonna get into it. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm not staying up until midnight for a show. I'm sorry. No, especially if that's my thing. It's like it's late at night and too. people still, yeah, people like us, we're still working. I'm not gonna fucking be taken off just to go watch that. So. If it was a Friday night, it would be a little more reasonable, I guess. But Thursday, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm they, not going to do it. they gave them a really bad slot. Uh, see Friday at noon. Actually has a show I'm kind of interested in. At least it has a couple matches I like, which is Action Wrestling and Southern Underground Pros. Have fun, be sad. <laughs> I like that name, too. But uh, has O'Shea Edwards, John Davis, Arik Royal versus – I don't know how you say it – versus Dana Macabe, AJ Gray versus J.D. Drake. That should be sick. Myron Reed versus A.C. Mack. Logan Reed versus Alex Kane versus or and Alex Kane versus Manders and Derek Neal, Kevin Koo and Dominic Garini versus David Finlay and fin, and uh, Juice Robinson. That definitely very excited for that good. match. Adam Priest versus Matt Mikowski, Sugar Duncanson and Kevin Ryan versus Brett Eisen and Cabana Mandan. That's an interesting name. And uh, Nolan Edward versus Ang- Angelis Lane in an unsanctioned match. Also, at that time is Alley Cat's real hot girl shit, but I'm not talking about that at all. <laughs> Uh, Asa Cup Day 2 takes place on uh, that same day, on uh, Friday at 4 p.m. on Fight. Still uh, don't know what the match is yet because it's going to be the second round. Uh, let's see. Uh, spring Break takes place uh, Friday at 8. No, probably one of the weaker uh, Spring Breaks in a while. To be honest, yeah. Has Ricky Shane Page versus Nick Gage for the the uh, GCW title. Joey Janela versus Chris Dickinson. Atticus Kogar versus Masada. Leo Rush versus Jordan Oliver. 
I would be very much more excited about this match if it wasn't fucking going to be Blackheart Leo Rush, but it is what it is, I guess. Uh, Starboy, Starboy Charlie versus Billy Starks. Uh, at least it has a. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, at least it has a good uh, six man here with Gringo Loco, Black Taurus, and Arez versus Laredo Kid, Dragon Bane, and Army. Anything with Black Taurus, I'm fucking in. Effie versus Gregory Iron. Wait, what? Yeah. Control of Effie's big gay brunch versus being bitch for a day. Oh, okay. I don't well, know. Never mind. <laughs> uh, then Rich Swan versus Liam Moriarty. Me. <laughs> But yeah, other than that, uh, not a whole lot else on Friday that looks that interesting. There's a lot of fucking shows on Friday, that's for sure. Uh, let's see. Saturday has that uh, Tony Depp and the Beer House show, and uh, at 12 has some decent stuff. How did stuff. I know he had a show? Because he wasn't supposed to originally. Oh. The original guy, there was supposed to be another show during the slot, but the I think the promoter got canceled or some bullshit. I forget. Well, was he the one that was like a pedophile or something? Was that the... Oh, yeah, yeah. The one dude who had a fake name and then people found out he was a pedo or something. Or at least he got charged with something Fuck. like that. I don't remember. But yeah, they gave Depp in that slot to run a show. Damn, what was it called? Okay, that's right. I remember. But got a decent uh, card going for the most part. Uh, J.D. Drake versus Jordan Oliver. Brayden Lee versus Ace Austin. Myron Reed versus Matt Vertigo. Tank versus One Called Manners. And uh, Simon Grimm versus Brandon Kirk. Eric Corvus versus Cole Radrick versus The Whisper um, versus Ellis Taylor versus Jared Evans versus Joey Silver. Who are these people? Uh, see, also <laughs> on Saturday is uh, Alex Clone's produce, uh, Planet Death. Fun. Always down for some deathmatch wrestling. Fuck yeah. Eric Ryan versus Masada. AJ Oof. Gray versus uh, an opponent to be decided. I think he was supposed to face uh, Akira. Was but he facing Akira? Yeah, he was. Schlag versus Nolan Edward. Mm. Madman Pondo versus Matt Justice. Jimmy Lloyd and Jason Gorey versus G. Raver and Brandon Kirk. And Alex Cologne versus Lucky 13 in a fuck. Danny Havoc tribute match. I can't wait for that. It's going to be fucking That's awesome. Fuck. Also, Orn Vite's supposed to be participating. Maybe AJ will face Orn. Orn versus AJ would be fucking sick. I think that'd be fucking sick, too. Yeah, other than... But fuck Schlack and fuck Masada, so... Yeah. Uh, see, Beyond Wrestling time on a show, which I this is actually the first I've heard about this, actually. Oh, yeah. I kept seeing him talk about it. It's at four on Saturday. Uh, Facade versus Dave Cole. Gary J versus Herzog. Anthony Stone versus Chase Burnett, Dan Barry versus Eric Corvus, and Allison Kay versus Sugar Dunkerton. Ooh, I'm just glad to see him. And a bunch of other people. I'm not going through all the lists announced. <laughs> they haven't set up all the matches yet. Let's see. Uh, then uh, yeah, Mania starts Saturday night. Don't know the start time, I guess. Uh, se- seven, I guess. I don't know. But um, I'm guessing. Probably something like that. But uh, no pre-show this year. Which means all the uh, Andre Battle Royale people got to do it on SmackDown. That's so dumb. I feel bad for them, honestly, because they're missing out on the Mania paycheck now. Yeah, and, and that's what pissed me off the most was that they're missing out on that paycheck. Like, I can care less if they're on pre-show, whatever. And also, this will be their first time uh, performing in front of fans in literally yeah. a year. And they don't get to, and they do, don't that. Get to do that now. So I, I, and there's I, some really good people in it, too, and I'm just like... Yeah, I really feel bad about that. <laughs> feel bad for them. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, let's go through night one here. Uh, Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair for, for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Main event. Uh, Bobby Lashley versus MVP. Or versus MVP. <laughs> with hey, MVP. <laughs> uh, Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre for the WWE title. Bad Bunny versus The Miz. <laughs> uh, New Day defending the tag titles against AJ Styles and Omos. Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon at the Steel Cage match. And Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. Not the most thrilling kind lineup. Of weak. I'm glad Cesaro's finally getting his, like, 
singles match on WrestleMania, but I'm like, it's against Seth, so I don't give a fuck. Braun and Shane is literally just because Shane is calling Braun stupid, which is fucking dumb. Almost is just going to be fucking there, standing, looking tall as fuck. Pretty much. I swear this has got to be ribbed against AJ because he's so fucking short, so they paired him with the fucking tallest guy in the locker room. But <laughs> They moved him back to Raw to get bullied again. I'm like... But, uh, yeah, this is uh, almost his first match ever on the main roster. Yeah. This so, is going to be interesting. And this whole build, apparently, has been about them, uh, like, uh, tag team chemistry because it's been all segments about New Day trying to prove that they have better they chemistry together. The like game show and shit. And I was like, like, huh? I don't know. Uh, Bad Bunny versus The Miz. Y'all ready for Bad Bunny to jump off the shit? Yeah, Bad Bunny fucking clocked him in the fuck out on fucking he Raw. Like, I was like, damn, he just like shoe punched Miz right in the face. It was fucking amazing. I'm very excited, actually. This is probably like the one celebrity match that I'm the most excited for, mm-hmm. just because it seems like he's actually put in a lot of work. So, definitely, uh, it's going to be interesting. And Lashley and Drew's actually felt pretty well built, actually, other than like. Are you okay? New... Are you sure? Well, about other that? than her business fucking breaking You're up right? for no fucking reason. But... I don't think they've really done anything, from what I can tell. I don't know. Like I, I listen to like fucking raw recaps at the end sometimes. And I feel like Drew's just still been fucking around with Sheamus a little bit. They fucked up that Sheamus angle entirely. Oh, I, know. I know. But as far Let's, as like him and yeah. Lashley, I think it's working. But so, yeah, obviously they fucked up Drew and Sheamus. But at least they eventually got the pay per view match they wanted, I guess. But and then yeah, Sasha and Bianca, they've really fumbled the bag with this one they too. They have somehow completely fumbled the bag with this, which it should have been a shoe in for you know easy fucking bill. But yeah, honestly. But oh well. As long as the match is great. Yeah, I think they'll have a good match, care. though. Yeah, it's fine. It's pretty much either going to be this match or Bobby and Drew is going to be the main event. I think they want to start off with a big match, so I would put the WWE title first. I would, too, also. Just and I do, think Drew has even said something like that. I think that it seems like they're hinting at that being the yeah. one to kick off the show. And, with. and I think it would be smart to have Drew be the first person out in front of fans. Yeah, especially because he, he didn't like, get his moment, and mm-hmm. that's what they were basically going for last year. That's why he's gonna win anyway. But <laughs> yep, I'm I'm curious if they do put it on him. Like probably they will. But if I was them, I wouldn't. If I was them, I wouldn't. Keep it on Bobby. Like they're keep, going to. I know they're going to. But I'm just saying, like, I think they've struggled lightning with a bottle with having Bobby as champ. Honestly, I think he's. With what? But we'll see. I don't watch, then, so I can't really say. Then again, like half the fucking reason why Bobby's good is because her business was good. That's my thing. I'm and like, now, half the reason he was good was because her business, and then fucking Vince just wanted to be like, well, fuck you guys, and then split them. But yeah, that's. That made me sad. Oh well. Whatever. That's it for Mania, at least night one, night two, Sunday, sometime. <laughs> uh, see Roman Reigns versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan for the WWE Universal Championship. I don't know why people are mad that Daniel got added to this because it makes the match better, but I've whatever. Seen so, uh, since when did we hate Daniel online? Like. I don't know. People are stupid. I know, and he's gonna make the match better. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like. like <laughs> Uh, Oscar versus Rhea Ripley for the don't Raw care, Women's title. Don't give a fuck. Which is pretty much only happening because the doctor Charlotte. thought Charlotte was pregnant when she wasn't. Thought. <laughs> yeah, I know it's probably you know. <laughs> wink, which, wink. Which is one of the things in the Andrade shit. So if you didn't look that, look it up. Please, I guess. Please, that was the. Oh my god. Uh, the Fiend versus Randy Orton. <laughs> no, again. I can't wait for this. It's gonna be so Christ. fucking bad, and it's gonna be awesome. I'm gonna need to be drunk. So there you go. Uh, Big E versus Apollo Crews for the Intercontinental title. Nigerian drum match. Nigerian drum match, yeah. Does anyone know what that means? Anyone? Anyone else? I'd fucking die if they had Apollo lose to Big E again for like, what, like six times? Some shit like that? Straight? He probably will. Probably. It's gonna be... Yeah, Big E should be their next big project. Like, mm-hmm. they should be the guy you work on. So, sucks because Apollo is also good, but 
Yeah. yeah. Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn with Logan Paul. <laughs> you fucking had me with just Kevin Owens and Sami, but then you add this stupid fucking bitch into this? Why? You just, like, ruined everything for me. I know they said, like, uh, I don't, I just, uh, I can't. You just put Logan through a table or something, and I'll be happy. But the match should be, should be good, at least. It should be good. It's, hopefully it's... fucking stays out of it. I was going to say, hopefully there's minimal Logan Paul <laughs> interference, but we'll see, I guess. And then uh, Riddle versus Sheamus for the WWE title. Or, yeah, WWE she- title. You know, uh, the United States title. I hope Sheamus bro kicks his head off. Yeah, hopefully Sheamus wins. But he won't. He won't, probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for Romania weekend, honestly. Uh, like I said, not... Uh, we got other stuff that's probably there, so yeah, who gives a fuck? Yeah, there's a, there's more shit, obviously, but not a whole lot that interests us. So yep, I will talk pick about some of it. Yeah, I was gonna say pick and choose. Yeah, we'll talk about I guess whatever whatever we'll watch, but yeah. But uh, speaking of stuff that we did watch though, uh, the one wrestling roundup, uh, very small this week. Uh, just same old, same old. Talk about what wrestling we've watched that wasn't for main topic. Uh, I only watched one thing that wasn't one of the main topic, and it was AEW. Um, she watched the uh, Tokyo Joshi uh, April 1st show, at least like the main event, which yeah. was uh, Rini Yamashita versus Hikari Noah. I wanted to watch that too, just never got around to it. And it was actually at a good time for us, because basically like, we woke up and it was already on. That's why, pretty much why she watched it, I think, because mm-hmm. it was already on. But I went downstairs to go do some cardio, so I missed the match. But uh, <laughs> what do you think about the match? I've heard good things about it. I was going to say, I actually really thought it was a, um, it was a really great match. Um, you know, obviously, Hikari is very new to this, but I think she did really well. Um, you know, Rena, obviously, one of the best at what she's doing in death matches and hardcore shit. So, definitely a good choice for Hikari's first, we'll say, hardcore match. Um, because <laughs> it could have went a little harder, but they did go pretty hard, so. I've heard they were, seemed like they were trying to bust over Hikari, like, the hard way, and it just never happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were trying, I could tell, and it just didn't happen and i was like that kind of sucks but i don't think it took anything away from the match at all um but yeah i definitely think it's a uh, pretty good watch uh, i don't remember how long it was it was the longest match of the card but i don't think it went over 20 i think it was about 19 or something like that probably um i haven't watched the rest of the card but it was just kind of random matches anyway but yeah this is definitely worth checking out and worth your time i think and I loved that Akari was, like, teasing new gear before the match. And, like, just, all she does is pants. <laughs> well, it seemed like it was, like, it's kind of like, like June Kasai thing. Oh, like, kind of like June. Yeah. I know she did, like, the uh, Pearl Harbor bomb. Yes, she did do the Pearl Harbor With the Harbor goggles bomb. and every shit. Yeah, that was pretty fucking cool. But, yeah, she looks sick in the gear. I'm not going to say, like, I same thing. I was going the shorts look cool on her. She, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just love that she teased <laughs> new gear and, like, that was it, what it was. We'll take it anyways. But, uh, yeah, then watch AEW from uh, April 1st. Uh, Oh, it was okay show. I think it's fine. It's okay. Uh, kicked off the show with Christian's first singles match in like years. I think it was like since 2014 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was like seven years. So yeah. But uh, it was fine. Like way too long though. But yeah, it, it had some good stuff in it. Like I'm not gonna say it was like b- a bad match or anything. But he definitely looked pretty good. But it's just like yeah, they they didn't need it to go that long. I don't think. But and, still, still good. And like most of it was fucking him getting eaten up by fucking. Uh, Which was weird. Fuck what's fuck Kaz, Kaz. Yeah. I was like, who the fuck did he even face? <laughs> but no, yeah, I was like. It was, he, like, I love how he, like, came out, like, made a big deal about signing him. He goes out, like, the next week and challenges, like, not challenges Kenny, but, like, oh, yeah, pretty much like, makes it seem yeah. like he's going to. And then he goes, has his first match, and he's getting eaten up by fucking Kaz. Like, I don't know what they're doing with him, really. It's very weird. I don't know. 
Uh, see, the episode had more Jade this week, which was uh, we had two already segments with Jade, didn't we? Like, yeah, had a promo segment promo there, and then afterwards attack she attacked Red Velvet. Red Velvet yeah. So we appreciate that. Uh, I missed the Cody QT shit because it did not interest me at all. So Yo. I went, I went to the room to knock out my meditation for the day. So I missed that whole angle and everything <laughs> with QT turning and starting a new stable, which uh, kicked off a whole thing on Twitter with people talking about how AEW has too many factions for fucking days for some reason. Like I was. That was the most annoying topic for no reason. Yeah, I'm like... AEW kind of has to throw people in factions anyway. Like, my only take on it is that stables are cool and every promotion should have yeah, them. Yeah, I'm like... And it's... It's co- cool to have friends. Yeah, it's like people are allowed to have friends, my guys. Like, it's not a big deal. Yeah, I'm like, it's cool to have a group of friends. It's okay. And, and it's going to get these guys on TV, so it's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, it's like... Factions are cool because it's like kind of like sports teams. It gives you someone to root for. It's like, And it gives you a way to organically get other people over. Like, yeah. say... You only like uh, Death Triangle because you like uh, Lucha Bros. Oh, that, 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 that's a bad example. Um, okay, let's say you only like the Nightmare Family because of Cody. Yeah. And then by having these other people around him all the time, like Lee Johnson and Red Velvet and stuff, it kind of gives them a little bit of rub and gives them maybe people start attaching to them and start rooting for them. So I think like, I think this faction kind of sucks, honestly. Mostly the because QT fucking is leader. Sucks, but... but it's a great way to get Aaron Solo on TV. Uh, fuck Nick Camarado, I think is the other guy. Yeah, Nick. Yeah. Fucking big ass dude, I love him oh, already. And then uh, fuck this uh, that British boxer guy, I can't remember the I name is. Anthony Agogo, I think. Yes. yes. But yeah, it's like even if it's very cool, it's kind of a lame faction just because of QT. It still gives these guys on TV now and gives them a chance to get over a little bit. So and honestly, like one of these guys could end up taking over the faction anyway. Yeah. So if they want to do something cool like that. Like yeah, there's a lot of factions in AEW, but it's actually a good thing in my opinion. So yeah. Whatever. The only problem with AEW factions that I have is that. They're constantly doing, like, breakup angles with them, it feels like. Like, the Team Taz shit. And, yeah, um, the team, whatever's going on with that. They had the whole already inner already circle did, thing just to break off into another faction. Did the Elite shit already. Yo, we, God, and that's a never-ending circle. And they're still kind of doing it, really. And then, that's a never-ending circle. But, yeah. Uh, speaking of inner circle, uh, the inner circle uh, pinnacle brawl backstage, that's a pretty good segment. Uh, I miss this. MGF got fucking swirly by Jericho. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> but, uh, fucking deserve, nerd. Uh, seems to be building up to a blood and guts match or maybe like a stadium stampede match, double or nothing. Either one. Should be a fun show or fun match if whenever they do it, I guess. I had another good trios match on eight Dynamite for like the like third week in a, or second week in a row. Uh, but it's Lucha Bros and Laredo Kid. That's to be expected, kind of. And both the fake Bullet Club... And the, or the fake Bullet Club guys kept up, and it was pretty fun overall. And then the main event was the uh, arcade street fight, and that was fucking awesome, honestly. With, uh, Dude, that fucking ruled. <laughs> I love these fucking, like, AEW does these kind of street fights very good, so. And, like, I've, I don't know, they, they just pretty much constantly, lately, deliver in these main events, so I'm just always excited for them. And this one had uh, two returns with uh, Chris Stat returning, coming out of a fucking UFO crane machine, God. and fucking eating this plexiglass and fucking. Yo, uh, that was the coolest uh, fucking shit. And then I love that. putting her through a table with her finisher. That shit was so sick. And then Trent came back, riding in his mom's van. God, they <laughs> did it so. They they just did that perfectly. Yeah, I definitely did not expect Trent because I thought he was gonna be out longer than he was. I did too. I was very surprised when um, Sue was pulling up. I was like, oh. Alright. But yeah, pretty solid episode of Dynamite, I think. But that's it for all of our uh, miscellaneous shit. Like I said, we didn't watch a whole lot, so... Sorry we talked a lot. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess we really did have to make up for... Uh, These main topics, let's yeah, get into them here. Uh, unfortunately, don't have a lot, of, a lot to say about the main topics because it's just two shows, and one of the shows only had three matches on it. Yep. Got a lot to say about that those three matches, I guess, but... Yeah. 
But let's kick it off with Freedoms first before we get into DT. Uh, Freedoms show was the uh, Freedoms the Gekko Joe Gekko Joe uh, 2021. It's a mouthful. A from uh, <laughs> March 23rd, uh, pretty much a one match show. Not a whole lot to say about the undercard, unfortunately. We'll yeah. Go through it real quickly, but yeah, it's really just like I'm glad watch the main agreed. event, and that's really all you need to <laughs> check out, honestly. But uh, first match was Tomoya Harada and Dragon Libre defeating Alejandro and Rekka in 806. Uh, start of the match was like had some smooth moves from Alejandro and Libre. It was probably the best part of the match before Rekka got in and like slowed it down. Uh, he tagged out only for Alejandro to start getting beat up by Harada and Libre. Kind of never picked up from there. Like it was really just dull, other than the opening portion. Surprise, Rekka ate the fall. Not like it really matters, but uh, just figured Alejandro would. Looking at the names on the sheet, but yeah, it was fine. She didn't watch the first two matches, but wasn't on YouTube. So. Uh, let's see. Next match was uh, Daisuke Masaoka and Kenji Fukumoto defeating Yuya Susumu and Kengo in 801. Uh, match started off pretty boring until Fukumoto ran a shopping cart into everyone and just started beating guys with wet floor signs. Uh, kind of got boring again after that, but at least that spot was kind of fun. But yeah, like nothing really on this undercard that really yeah. <laughs> worth checking out. Next match was for the UWA World Junior Heavyweight title. Brahmin K defeated Kamui in 1041. Highlights of the match included Brahmin putting on a mask to power up to face Kamui. <laughs> was it was great. pretty funny, not gonna lie. And uh, with him just like firing off energy at him, that was great. That was good shit. Uh, he wanted to do the usual Brahmin spots, but Kamui stole the bowling ball and used yes. it against him. I don't know. I had some fun with it, uh, but nothing must see. And of course, one of the many title changes that happened on April 4th had to be a rematch of this one where Kamui wins the belt right back. Yes. But yeah, it was a fun little match, nothing must see. Yeah, I was going to say, um, I pretty much have the exact same thoughts. Um, fun enough match. They did enough to, you know, get some smiles out of me. But other than that, it was fun. Not a whole lot to say past that. Next match was uh, King of Freedom's tag team title match. Uh, Unchained, Minoru Fujita, and Rina Yamashita defended against Brahmin K. Or, not Brahmin K. Brahmin Gen and Brahmin Ryu <laughs> in 1122. Uh, Too many Brahmins. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this was fine. Like it was really just Brahmin antics. So if that's your thing, you'll probably like it. Yamashita grabbing like both their dicks and headbutting Brahmin K, and the dick also was kind of funny at least. And the double lariat fight with the pop, our double lariat spot with the pipes is always fun. Uh, Brahmins cost themselves a match because one of them threw a suitcase at Fujita, <laughs> but he dodged. It hit one of the other Brahmins so that Fujita was able to roll him up for the win. But yeah, it was just Brahmin antics. So it was fun enough, but it's just like nothing. I'm gonna really. Remember. Remember. Not yeah. definitely not something I definitely recommend you checking out. I don't know. Cannot the best uh, first defense for these guys, I guess. I was gonna say yeah, like if you like them, I mean, I guess you can watch it because you're probably gonna watch it regardless. But yeah, it ended up being just just fine. Yeah, I like Yamashita's old thing with grabbing her dicks and headbutting <laughs> Brahmin K. That was that was pretty good. But yeah, match itself was it was fine. So our main event was a table, ladders, and chairs, and alpha deathmatch. Uh, Empire Ruler ends Masashi Takeda, Violento Jack, and Toshiyuki Sakuda to be the Junior Kasai, Takashi Sasaki, and Mammoth Sasaki in 1546. And didn't really take any notes on this one. Uh, it was pretty good. I much preferred the ERE preview tag for the title match a couple weeks ago prior compared to this. It definitely had some good spots. Like, it's always, like, looking at the guys in it. Like, obviously, these are going to be good spots. But uh, nothing really made me feel anything i guess uh yeah. not a lot of blood and most of it that was there came from takeda and like i said i'm not unhappy with what we got here but i would have loved a lot more a lo- or not a lot more but a little more than what we did get and honestly for a 15 minute match it felt kind of long it did feel long 
But yeah, it's like it was a fine semi-main event, but it's definitely like one of the weaker of the style of matches I would have wanted, I guess. I was going to say, it, it definitely was a bit of a weaker tag compared to, you know, what we usually get, especially with everyone involved. But I was like, I still enjoyed it for the most part. It's just, yeah, I don't think it quite gripped me as much as it should have. And yeah, it's like 15 minutes isn't super long, but it just kind of felt like there were spots where it just kind of took forever to get to where they needed to go, I guess. But I don't know. It's still fine. I still think it's a pretty decent semi-main to check out if there's anything else you wanted to check out besides the main reason we're here. And let's get into <laughs> it. The main event, uh, Blockade, the Light Tubes, Bridge, Deathmatch for the King of Freedoms world title. Toru Sugiura defeated Takeyuki Ueki in 25-22, the long longest King of Freedoms world title match in history. And... Man, this was just CTE central. <laughs> but oh all the fucking headbutts and headshots. Uh, was nice for one of these Sugiura title defenses to actually go the full time without an injury shortening it, which uh, feels like some, a little like something that's happened a lot recently. One of the better, if not the best of his reign, in my opinion. I can't go full marks on it, though. Like, the main complaint about this match that I've seen is pacing issues. They didn't bother me as much as it seemed to bother some people. Mm. I did feel them, though, so that kind of hurt the match a little bit for me. Yeah. But still, this was an incredible match. I can't believe either man really, man really walked away from this match with all the fucking headbutts and shit they did in this. Like, I don't know how these guys were fucking standing. De- but yeah, the match was fucking raw as hell and instantly dropped to the top of my list for uh, match of the year. Uh, not saying much since I don't really... Like, I don't know if I'm just being a harsher Raider this year or just the start of the year isn't hitting like it has in the past. But not a whole lot of high-end stuff on my list so far anyway, honestly. But this match is definitely one of them. Literally the only thing I can critique about this is the pacing. And as I said, it didn't bother me that much. It delivered in every other way I wanted it. I wanted Deathmatch to deliver on, so I don't want to complain about pacing of all things that much. And that fucking spot with Uweki stacking center blocks to your head and then just eating it with sick. another center block is reason enough for this match to deserve top billing in my match of the year list. Like, I fucking love this match. Yeah, so this match was dumb. It was gross and just fucking chaotic as hell. And that's pretty much why it's one of not just my favorite death matches but like my favorite match one of my favorite matches of the year pretty much my favorite match of the year so far too um <laughs> the shit was just like i said it's just dumb like <laughs> like <laughs> it's one of those matches if you're like super uncomfortable with like the headbutting and shit it's probably not for you but it typically i'm not one for the headbutts but i was just like this is fucking rules like I, and I definitely understand the pacing issues. There were definitely some spots where it was kind of like, oh, so it, it wasn't like super jarring or anything, at least to me, but I, I, I get the complaints. And yeah, that's probably where it got marks down for me too. But everything else was just absolutely awesome. Like, these two were just fucking going crazy. And just, Sugiera is just, he's on a whole other level compared to other wrestlers right now. Yeah, that dude's like the top champion in the world legit, right now, in my opinion. Legit. He was fucking great last year. He's just continuing it this year, and yeah. it's just like there's no one on his level now, right now. I don't know who beats him right now. Uh, as far as top champions, I'm like, um, obviously not New Japan. No. <laughs> Akiyama just won the belt in DDT, so there's not. He's not really going. I think Tommy's having a strong reign, but definitely not as strong as this. Obviously, who Tommy? Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely not as strong as she this. Hasn't, she doesn't have great opponents, at least to me. So. <laughs> Shun's having a solid reign so far, but nothing like blow away. The only blow away thing was his um, match with Ishida. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see, what else is DDT? Uh, Noah Mudo just won the belt, and he's not doing too good at the end, but... He ain't gonna do good until he loses the damn belt, so... Uh, let's see, I'm trying to think of any other top champions, like... AEW's Kenny, he's not really doing much right now, honestly. Kenny blows, sorry. Roosh is doing good in ROH, I guess, but it's, it's ROH. <laughs> I was gonna say, Roosh is like... It's Roosh... Well, it's Roosh and Dragon Lee, and then everyone else. Well, Gresham's up there, too, but he's not going for that, so... And then you got Roman and Bobby and Dodai, so yeah. At least Roman rules. Bobby's okay. Yeah, I like, haven't seen much. But yeah, there's like no real big other. Big, yeah. There's no big competition for him, honestly. Like I. Honest, honestly, I'm trying to even think like any. Well, the problem is like a lot of these, especially in Japan, like a lot of the current champions are new champions. Like they literally just won the belt like within yeah. like the past couple of months, so it's hard for them to really compare to him. Like the only long, like the only other long reign. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> but yeah, like the only other long reign so far in, that I can think of in Jam- Japan, at least it's like top title, is Utami. Mm. Everyone else pretty much just won their belts. True. So. Good point. Yeah. But yeah, either yeah. way. But either way, Sugiura's fucking awesome. One of the best deathmatch wrestlers ever, at least going right now. not even just a fucking deathmatch guy. Like he's, he fucking rules just regular wrestling shit. But yeah, if you're fresh on him, definitely go back and check it. Like his entire uh, fucking title reign is yeah. great stuff. Even matches that end early because they got fucking injured. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, but yeah. As far as this show in particular, uh, definitely like the weakest uh, freedom show so far this year, at least Cork yeah. and Wise anyway. But it had a fucking hell of a main event, so at least go out of your way to check that out. And let's get into another a show that's actually pretty much good from top to bottom, um, honestly. Yeah. Uh, DT's uh, Chris Brooks Produce Show number three, Danger and Pleasure Tour '96 from April fourth. Uh, Show kicked off with fucking Shota apparently teaming up with Mecha Mummy to kick off that everything. Was so good. He's saying it was like Mecha Mummy produce show and not the Chris Brooks produce yeah. show. So of course he was missing from. He was supposed to be doing commentary with uh, Mr. Haku, but he missed that entire match because <laughs> I guess he was on the side with uh, Mecha Mummy. But let's talk about it here. First match was a false count anywhere match uh, for the DT Extreme title. Chris Brooks defeated Mecha Mummy to make his first defense in 12:14. Damn, that was only 12 minutes. I felt longer than that. Not, not in, a, in a good way. I was not like say I didn't obviously didn't have the time. So well, it's. Uh. It was like when we do these shows. A lot of time I can see the times, and I'm like, oh, that's not as, that's shorter than I thought it was. I mean, pretty much. Show is a breeze though. So yeah, show is a breeze. Always, they all are. But uh, match. Uh, Chris was coming out with a water gun. Very smart to try and uh, short circuit Mecha Mummy. He clearly watched the Miss Out match from the last show and now knows his weakness. He had a bottle of water, too, and uh, tried to spit it out on Mecha Mummy, but the ref wouldn't let him because of COVID restrictions. Uh, he knocked the ref down and went to do it anyway, but Mecha Mummy had a face shield to block it. God. Uh, Chris tried to use the water gun instead, but Mecha Mummy just stole it and broke it. He was able to dodge the rocket punch, though, and uh, then used it against Mecha Mummy himself, only for Mecha Mummy to body slam him onto the gauntlet, which looked kind of painful. That was so ugh. Uh, then did a, then uh, Chris did a Topo Siacita while hitting Mecha Mummy with the rocket punch. Uh, they fought onto the entranceway, and Mecha Mummy pushed Chris into a tower of chairs for a near fall. Chris stole Mecha Mummy's jetpack and did a diving headbutt, but uh, there was another kick out. Mecha Mummy tried to drown Chris in a kiddie pool with only a water bottle's full like worth of water. Like it wasn't even like anywhere near full, but uh, that was funny. And then uh, he tried to use the, the Mecha Drill on Chris's stomach, but then Masa came and dumped a beer on his head for the save, and uh, Chris Amazing. used the rocket punch to push Mecha Mummy into the pool for the win. And yeah, this is fun as fuck, man. Like, I love this. I was going to say, this was, just, this was just a blast. I was very happy this actually kicked off the show, because I wasn't quite sure the order of everything, but yeah, definitely a great way to start off the show. Um, 
show to be in on these shows is just a lot of fun. He always brings something extra to it, <laughs> even if he's not on commentary, <clears throat> at least for this one match. Um, yeah, but this was just a lot of fun from top to bottom. Mecha Mummy is always a blast, and I love that they're a mainstay of Chris's shows, so... Hopefully we get to see Mecha Mummy again if, you know, they get repaired in time. <laughs> um, and then I think this title actually fits Chris. I think this goofy shit is more of what he should be doing compared to him having the universal title. Yeah, I definitely like it more in like this kind of thing. So hopefully his extreme title matches are more like this shit. Yeah. So I'm definitely excited for that. And uh, if you're going to see more Mecha Mummy, we probably will because uh, after the match, uh, Mecha Mummy attacked Chris. <laughs> And then out came Mokujin Ken, who attacked Mecha Mummy. Oh, God, dear. First time these two have faced off against each other since King of Trios in, like, 2004, I think, or Holy something like God. that. I forget. I saw it on Twitter. Someone was saying, like, it's first time since some King of Trios show. But I forget what year it was. I think it was, like, 2004, 2007, something like that. But uh, hopefully the next Chris Produce show will have uh, Mecha Mummy versus Mokujin Ken. That'd be pretty fun. <laughs> but uh, next match was uh, Men's Club, Men's Teo. Hagane Shino and Makoto Ishii defeating uh, the uh, Sana Kamina, Yukio Ueno, Mao, and uh, Keiko Nakamura in 13:21. Started off with some fun grappling between Men's Teo and Mao. Not sure ke- what Keiko was doing with this like fake out dive to the outside he did, but it was kind of cool. Uh, I'm glad Haku said on commentary that this was a Tornado Tag Rules match because I had no idea going I didn't into even this. Know. But because uh, these boys were not making any tags at all, and I was getting kind of confused, but. Uh, Menteo took out the whole field, including his own teammates, so they all beat him down, but he took them all out with one blow. Men's Club did, like, a double-team move, but they were, uh, they kept doing double-team moves, but they were fight- fighting over who got to pose with uh, Teo, but finally they figured it out, and all three posed together. I uh, went through this whole series of Men's Teo just, like, dodging moves, making his opponents hit each other. Big spot of every guy's hitting moves before mm-hmm. it came down to Oishi and Keigo. Uh, Sonic Kamina threw Keigo onto Oishi for a near fall, but he got broken up. And in the end, Men's Club hit a triple Miracle Ecstasy on Kago for the win. Just fun match from top to bottom. Just nothing crazy, like nothing like blow away, but it was just, I don't know, just fun, fast paced shit. A lot of fun, like like a, all the posing shit was it's fun. What, and yeah, I was going to say, it's what you want from, um, I guess, a like a six match. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I got to say, I love that Mal is just here for a fucked up time all the time. I respect it. Um, but yeah, match itself was definitely a lot of fun. Um, there's some good stuff here and there, you know, some funny stuff thrown in. Um, but yeah, just overall, really good six-man tag. I mean, they always do these pretty well, so no complaints here. And then our main event, Harshima defeated Balianaki in 1608. Uh, definitely more of a mat work and grapple-based match early on for Aki this time compared to the Takashita match from the last mm-hmm. show. Which you kind of expect since it's Harshima. Aki was targeting Harshima's leg while Harshima targeted Aki's midsection. And uh, apparently I stopped taking notes at <laughs> the beginning of the match. But no, like overall, I'd say this was definitely better than the Takashita match. I enjoyed both of them. Like I'm just in general, I'm just happy Aki's getting these big singles matches. Me too. Like I like that Chris is basically using his pull on DT to get Aki like dream matches basically. I love this like, for him. Absolutely. A, so I'm very excited for the next uh, match for uh, Balian Aki. <laughs> I don't know who he's going to face next. Let's give him away, no. That'd be pretty fun. Uh, but we'll see. Cause like when they were doing Soft like the um, <laughs> the, like the inter- not the intermission, but like the post stuff when they're all them talking. Yeah. It kind of made it sound like they were gonna keep doing produce shows, but it might not necessarily be a Chris produce show. They might oh. be doing someone else next. Potentially, we'll see. I guess. But uh, I always love these Chris Brooks shows. Like they're always just a fun time. 
I don't want to see them all the time, but like whenever they they're like little special treats whenever yeah, they, they do show up. Which is good that they don't keep constantly doing them, you know, back to back to back. It's mm-hmm. not like you know every other week or something like that. But yeah, they're just. I think it's a nice break between everything else that people watch. So it's not. It's never. It's never a bad time. I think they're all really. I think they've all been really really good. Yeah, I've enjoyed all of them. So yeah. if there is another one coming, I can't wait for it. And our- I was gonna say I can't wait for. Whatever produce show, I guess. Yeah, if they were if someone else doing another produce show, I'm curious who would be next, honestly. That's what I'm trying to think. I'm like... Depends if they want to keep it to, like, English or not, I yeah. guess. Yeah, because then that really so makes me curious, because I'm like... It's kind of limited on who they can have, really. Yeah, I would say uh, pretty limited. But, I mean, that's not like they do a whole lot of talking or anything anyway. They can always just do the same thing they do now, just because they have yeah. Haku and Shota doing commentary, True. so you got that already. They do their little... Uh, Backstage promo is mostly in English, even though she just did not even bother to speak English. <laughs> but like, um, whatever, dude. But yeah, definitely recommend checking this out if you're a DT fan or just down for a fun time. Very mm. quick show, like I said, only three matches, so not gonna be. You might be able to squeeze this in for uh, Mania weekend if you're gonna watch yeah. any of these shows. Or but, if you need a cleanser after watching a shit show, then there you go. <laughs> but uh, I think that's really it for us this week. Yeah. Uh, go through matches of the week. Pretty easy. Not not a whole lot since we didn't watch a whole lot. Obviously, uh, Sugiura and Uweki's number one. Yep. Uh, other than that. Uh, yeah, it's that, then probably Kari oh. and Rina for me. Oh, shit. Fuck. <laughs> it's definitely, it's, it's definitely between Brooks and Mekamami and Harshi Minaki, but I'm like, fuck, I don't know which one. Yeah, it's like, since I didn't watch Noah, that's basically what my thing is. Basically, just watch the DT show and watch uh, the Freedom's main event. Yeah. Because as I said, the Freedom's main event is my new match of the year at the moment. And then, it uh, doesn't really matter the order, really. Just watch the Mekamami match with Chris and watch Harshi Minaki, both really fun matches. But, that is it. Uh, thought it was going to be a shorter show, but we still got a Went a little longer than I expected to, honestly, but... Well, we had a lot of, like... Had a lot of Mania stuff, stuff to talk about. Stuff we could about, talk about, so, so yeah. But you even have even more to talk about, because next Oof. week our... Uh, sorry, Next y'all. week, uh, Champions Carnival kicks off. We got uh, both... We got two... Uh, three Corkins, really. We got DT, Dragon Gate, and TJP. Got all the Mania weekend shit. So, next week, our main topics will probably be the Champions Carnival matches over the weekend. Hmm. DT, Cork, and all show... And the Dragon Gate Cork and All Show. I want to watch the Tokyo Joshi Cork and All Show as well. I'm going to fit that in. I don't care. That card looks fucking awesome. It. Yeah, so we're going to plan to talk about that. But there's so much shit happening on fucking April 11th. I, I was going to say, I say this, and then I'm going to watch shows and just pass out. <laughs> so. But And then we'll talk about whatever Mania shit we watch that's coming this week. Dynamite, like usual. Might actually watch take or take over or just take watch NXT for like the first time in like forever. So yeah, well, we watch these stupid fucking watch takeovers, takeovers usually, so and that's... we say the same things about it. So well, at least with the NXT moving to Tuesday and it's on Peacock now, or no, it's not on Peacock. Never mind, it was not. I'm stupid. Anyway, well, it's gonna be. They're gonna but, upload it. So there you go. Yeah, I think they're gonna upload it quicker now. Finally, but anyway, that is it. Uh, so check out that shit next. Or check out that shit and uh, come back next week to hear our thoughts. If you want to follow the pod, you can do so at One Rusty Pod. If you want to follow Caitlin, you can do so at Taking Time Boss. And if you want to follow me, you can do so at ASPIR underscore. That's it for us this week. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time. See you, everybody.